Welcome to the Jungets Games podcast, where today you'll be hearing the audio from the July 2020 update vlog. In that vlog, I discussed a general update, as well as the shifting shelf, where I talk about the new games I acquired and the games I got rid of. And finally, I'll discuss my upcoming schedule for the next four weeks. Now, I have timestamps listed for each one of these sections in the description of this podcast if you want to jump to specific spots. Now, at this point, I would like to mention that the only reason this podcast is being made is because of the direct support coming in through the Patreon campaign. Now, if you'd like to uh, support that, you can learn more by going to patreon.com slash Games. And if you do prefer to listen to my vlogs in podcast form, then I do hope you would consider doing that. Finally, I'd like to ask that if you have any questions or comments about anything I say today, that you leave those as comments on the YouTube page for the vlog, and you can find a link to that in the description of this podcast. All right, let's start off with general updates, and as always, we'll begin with a brief Patreon campaign update. There were 15 new people who joined into the campaign over the last month, and that is just awesome to see, so a big thank you to all of the new supporters, and a continued huge thank you to the hundreds of people who uh, support this channel and the creation of all of these videos. Uh, next up, we can move into, realistically, the only other update that I want to talk about today, and it's a, uh, a very vague update overall. <laughs> uh, this is a, a personal update as well as a Jungets Games update. And uh, long story short, something has to change for me uh, with the channel, and I'm not really sure what it is. Uh, I've been doing Jungets Games full-time now for essentially about three months, uh, maybe four months now, it's hard to tell, uh, effectively since uh, the start of the shelter-in-place because of the pandemic. Um, I wasn't expecting to suddenly be doing Jongus games full-time, uh, and now here I am doing it for months on end, and I've done this for one month at a time a couple of times in the previous years just to see what it would be like to be full-time. And in each of those experiments, I got kind of stir-crazy, and it wasn't amazing, and I was always happy to go back to doing Jongus games part-time and then um, uh, working my other job, which was an event production job. Now, um, this pandemic happened, and there are no events, so that is why I was kind of forced into uh, doing John Gets Games full-time, and it's been uh, interesting overall, for sure. Uh, things have been very successful uh, as far as uh, having enough videos to put out, having lots of sponsored videos to make this um, essentially a viable full-time job, just barely. <laughs> and um, effectively, what I've realized over the last week or so is that I'm not happy right now, and I'm trying to figure out how I can change that. Um, I'm not sitting here with my hand hovering over the uh, nuke button to just like blow Jongets games up and stop doing this at all. That, that's definitely not what's happening here. But I am seriously considering some uh, small to significant changes, and I'm not really sure what those are going to be. So um, this is just me being honest with all of you. Um, I, I wish I had something concrete to tell you, uh, but I didn't really want to sit here and say everything is fine when everything isn't fine. Um, so I'm doing a lot of soul searching, I'm doing a lot of discussion and a lot of thinking, and uh, for now, um, things are going to continue on as normal. I'll talk about my uh, upcoming schedule, and it's going to look a lot like uh, standard months, so, you know, that's all fine. Uh, and uh, believe me, you all will be the first to know once I uh, really make a decision about um, what's going to be happening. Uh, and again, I'm not really sure what that is going to be. So uh, sorry for the uh, vague discussion of this. I figured it was better to say something than not say something, uh, not say anything at all. And um, in the past, when I've talked about my 
temperament uh, when I'm doing things with John Gets Games. It seems like everyone has always been incredibly supportive with um, any changes that I might need to make because, you know, if I'm not happy doing something, then long term, that's not viable. So uh, the idea is to um, see how I can tweak things. And again, I'll go into specifics of that once I figure those out. But um, for now, that's a bit of a side project for me. Uh, and that's realistically all that I have to say about that. And I don't have any other updates really to talk about. So uh, let's move right on into the shifting shelf. So as always, this is the part where I discuss the new games that I've acquired over the last month, and then also the games that I have removed from my collection to try and to make room. Now, uh, for the last month or two, I've not been really removing games because I haven't been playing games, but I have been continuing to buy new games, and some of them I know I want to add to the collection. So I decided that I would remove a couple, or I guess a few in this case. Uh, in this case, we can start off by talking about those, and the first of those is Istanbul the Dice Game. Uh, this is a cute little dice version of Istanbul the Euro Game, and I liked it well enough. I've played it several times, but I realized I have no problem not playing this one again, which these days is essentially the uh, uh, bar that a game needs to cross in order to stay in my collection. Uh, um, the same thing uh, goes for Raids. Um, that was a game I discussed last year. I think I picked that one up at Origins last year, and I played it a couple times, and I really liked a lot of it. It was a kind of a time track-based Viking game where um, there is a lot of aggression between the players. It could be a very mean game, and I think that's essentially the reason why it's not going to be in the collection anymore. I liked a lot of the game, but it could be very mean, and there were uh, pretty much in every single play, there was at least one person who was put off by how aggressive and confrontational the game could be with some of its actions. Um, interestingly enough, you never actually attack anybody. It's all indirect interaction, but you can indirectly totally destroy other people's plans. And some people will really like that. I'm kind of neutral to it, but again, some of my friends were not so much. So I think it's time to move on with that one. Uh, the final game leaving the collection is Trismegistus. Uh, that one is a heavyweight, very complicated Euro game about alchemy. Um, and I like a lot of the different parts of that game, but realistically, I just don't see this game being played again. Um, I played it uh, with friends. Uh, it was a three-player game, and I did enjoy it, but it's just a little bit too complicated for my personal taste. Um, I don't mind covering that kind of stuff on the channel. Obviously, I did a sponsored playthrough for that one, but I, over time, am finding myself more gravitating towards midweight euros or heavy euros that have not crazy complex rule sets, but maybe still take a while to play. Uh, for instance, Underwater Cities is a very easy game to teach. I love it, but it's not short. I wouldn't call that a midweight uh, mid Euro, um, and that's a game I really like. So unfortunately, Trismi gets this just a little bit more complicated than I really want, uh, specifically that I'm interested in teaching every single time I play the game. So yeah, that one, unfortunately, is going to move on. Uh, now, in their place, I have picked up three new games over the last month. Uh, I bought two of these, and the other one is a press copy. Uh, the first of these is Little Town, and I purchased this one. Now, I discussed my impressions of this one a couple of months ago because I played it on Tabletop Simulator, and I remember in that segment I mentioned that I was very likely to buy a copy of this game because I enjoyed playing it so much, and uh, that ended up happening. <laughs> I wasn't actually planning on purchasing this game. Uh, I uh, was planning on purchasing Nidavellir, which you can see over there as well. Um, now, that is a game that I watched a video that Eric Martin did on Board Game Geek a couple months ago, and it looked super cool. Like, 
this um, strange set collection game where you are upgrading your bidding potential, and it just looked really neat overall. And uh, I mentioned it in a uh, uh, Games Radar vlog, and then about two weeks ago, somebody sent me a, a Facebook message saying that I was, you know, joking that I was costing them a bunch of money, and they mentioned they bought, you know, several games I've covered on the channel, but then they also mentioned Nidavellir. Now, I've been looking for a way to purchase this game essentially since I first heard about it, but every time I'd go to Board Game Geek, there was just no listings for it, and it never showed up on Amazon or Amazon.de. So I asked them where they bought it, and they said they found it at philibert.com, uh, I think, or just Search for Philibert Nidavellir if you want to find it. And um, sure enough, that website was selling it. So I put in an order for that, and they also had Little Town, so I bought that as well. Um, I also wanted to buy Mandala, but they did not have any more of the English copies available. That's another one I played on Tabletop Simulator and liked well enough to want a copy of. So I'm still looking for a copy of that one. But either way, that order actually came in, so I am looking forward to an opportunity to playing those, in particular Nidavellir, uh, because it looks really fascinating. Uh, the last game I acquired this month is The Magnificent. Now, this this is a press copy that was sent over to me by the publisher, and interestingly enough, they first sent this out in, like, December, but it got caught up in customs. After that, I was told it was being sent back to the publisher, and they would send me another copy once they got U.S. distribution, and then COVID happened, and then this last week, it suddenly showed up on my doorstep. So honestly, I don't know if this is the box that was sent in December that just got stuck in the uh, customs process for six months, or if it's a new one, but either way, they did send me a press copy, which I really appreciate. Uh, that's a game I discussed my initial impressions on near the end of last year, and I'm looking forward to more opportunities to playing that one in real life. I actually played that one on Tabletop Simulator recently uh, for players, and I still like the game, but I do think it's better with three players the way I played it originally. Uh, and yeah, that's that's all of the new games that I've acquired. So that means we can now move on to the final segment of this update vlog. I know it's not a very long vlog to, uh, this month, um, and that's the upcoming schedule. Now, uh, we can look forward to week... 28. And in that week, I am planning on putting out a Games Radar vlog. I know it's been a while since I've done one of those. I think it was mid-April the last time I put one of these out. Um, there's a couple reasons for that. One, my uh, software that I used to track the RSS feed for new games on BGG stopped working for about six weeks. And then also just Life's been a bit crazy, so uh, I am hoping to get back to that and discuss some new games. I think there's going to be about 20 or so games I'll be discussing when that happens. Um, now, next week, I will also be doing a live Q&A. Uh, this is a monthly thing that was unlocked through the Patreon campaign, and um, in this month, I will be doing it on July 8th, which is next Wednesday, and I will be doing it at 11 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, so uh, feel free to mark your calendars if you'd like to jump in on that, where I just talk about whatever people ask questions about for about an hour. It's always a great time, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the last thing that week is going to be Nova Luna. That one has handily won the Patreon uh, poll for July, so I'll be doing a tutorial and playthrough for that one. In fact, I'm planning on filming that as soon as I finish filming this update vlog. Uh, so moving on to week 29, I am most likely doing a uh, tutorial and playthrough for Brass Lancashire. Uh, that is going to be the bonus video for the month that is uh, requested and voted on by the contributing producer-level supporters of this channel, uh, which are the people who um, donate $20 a month, which is really appreciated. Uh, right now, Brass Lancashire is winning by one vote, so uh, there's still a couple days left on the poll, but that one might win, and if it does, then I'll do that video that week. Uh, in that week, I am also planning on putting out a tutorial and playthrough for Daimyo. Um, that one is a sponsored playthrough uh, that's being sponsored by uh, Bot de jo, I think it's pronounced, and it is fully filmed and uh, everything. I have a little more uh, editing to do for 
for it. But that one is a dice drafting style game with some area majority stuff happening and some engine building. Uh, moving on to week 30, I will be doing a sponsored playthrough for Northgard, which is a deck building uh, area majority style game with dudes on a map to a certain extent. And uh, I've actually finished filming that one entirely. It's technically still on the table. See? Spoilers. <laughs> I have to clean that one off before I film Nova Luna. Uh, and after that, I will be doing a sponsored playthrough for Project L. Uh, that is a game that went on Kickstarter, I think, a year or so ago. And I believe they're planning on doing another Kickstarter, so I'll be doing a video for that. It's a uh, light-ish weight polyomino-style game, and I do like polyominoes, so I'm looking forward to digging into that one. Uh, moving on to week 31, there's a possibility that I'll be doing a sponsored tutorial and playthrough for Tekhenu, which is the new uh, medium to heavyweight game coming out from board and dice. Uh, I'm not positive about that yet. It depends on if the uh, game actually shows up in time, uh, but the plan right now is to cover it before the end of July, so that might happen. Uh, finally, I will likely be doing an update vlog for um, the next month uh, in that week, maybe that week or the week after. So that is my current schedule for the next few weeks. I definitely have a lot to do. Um, as I mentioned, I have uh, quite a bit done already. Uh, at this point, I am very uh, actively trying to stay ahead. Um, I was able to work very hard about a month ago and get ahead so that I am always working on a game that's due in about two weeks, which is a really good spot to be in uh, when something really bad happens. <laughs> um, you want to hear a little anecdote about uh, scheduling and working ahead. Uh, well, a few weeks ago, I put out a uh, tutorial and playthrough for The Age of Atlantis. Now, um, I put that game out on time, which is a miracle considering the day before that, I found out that I had my month wrong. I thought it was supposed to come out on July, whatever date that was, 16th, I think, uh, but it was supposed to come out on June 16th, and I heard about this the day before. Fortunately, I had been working so hard to get ahead that the game was fully uh, recorded and fully edited at that point as well, so I was able to just crunch time. Uh, I worked for like 10 hours straight uh, to get the video out and get it uh, fully done. Actually, I take it back. It wasn't fully edited, but it was fully recorded, uh, and I was able to turn it around and publish it on time, and that definitely uh, made me realize uh, the value of working so far ahead. So it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing, and I'm going to keep trying to do that. For most of John Gitt's games, I have been completing videos a day or two before they go live, and that can be a big problem when, you know, mistakes pop up and whatnot, or unexpected things happen in life. Uh, so yeah, I think that is going to bring this vlog to a close. Uh, I know this has been a somewhat short one overall. I didn't have a whole lot of updates to talk about. Um, things have been, you know, kind of samey overall. You know, it feels like it was last week that I was talking about the new backdrop that I just put up, but no, that was, you know, a full month ago in the last one of these updates. So time is just flying by. And yeah, I think that is going to bring this podcast to a close. Thanks for listening.